Hey everyone, welcome to Tara and Miranda, the podcast. We'll be here every week to explore topics around what it means to live more fully and not just more busy. We hope that you join us. We hope that you enjoy where we're taking you and we hope that you take this opportunity to connect with yourself, to connect with us and to just bring more of your awesome into the world. Are you ready, Tara? So ready, Miranda. Then let's dive in. everyone and welcome back. We hope you're back from our first episode. This is episode two. It's Tara and Miranda. Miranda. Welcome to Tara and Miranda the podcast. Welcome. We hope that uh, you are here and ready to take some time for yourself and we hope that you'll be able to gain some insight on today's topic from your new besties who are bringing you all the stuff. And today's topic is doing the right things. But before we get into that, Miranda, let's check in. Yeah, let's check in. Tara, how are you today? Oh, how am I today? I am actually feeling good. I like starting our days like this. I mean, it's morning for us where we are. And being able to do this before we get into the work day Mm -hmm. is nice. Generally, I'm feeling like this need to let go of some things so there's a little bit of anxiety there but um, in general I had a good start to the morning so I feel good how about you yeah I agree with that um doing this first is very energizing and it's like gonna be a friggin' beautiful week this week so I'm just like looking out my window and seeing the warmth and seeing the sun and being like this might be the (laughs) the final week of these kinds of temperatures before we fall into winter so I just want to be present with it and like enjoy it while yeah. it's here I feel that mm-hmm. very grateful yeah grateful today yeah all right should we dive in let's all right so what are the right things I had mentioned the topic <laughs> is doing the right things and I guess it would be helpful to start with a definition. So as we were developing this, this has been a theme throughout the things that we have done. Mm -hmm. And we notice that people come to us with this kind of quote, we are doing the right things and yet we still feel like something is missing. Um, And I know, you know, for me, when I started coaching eight years ago and I dove into this personal development journey and really getting into, okay, like I have to pay attention to how I'm feeling. I have to pay attention to how I'm taking care of myself. I have to pay attention to those things. It felt like I had to just grab onto, Oh, here's like a new thing to learn. Here's a new thing to do. And if they're doing it, why am I not doing it? Like that kind of feeling Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just feel like I'm, that's what self care is. It's like, if I'm following what someone else has done, then I'm good. So I tried it all. Exercise with a purpose. Yeah. And meditation, which I do not like for the record. <laughs> Journaling, writing things down, breathing, like taking time to notice my breath. I tried apps. I tried all of the wonderful stuff. I still pray a lot. But most of the time, it felt like I was doing it, but not 
able to apply it to other places of my life. So it's like in those five minutes, in those two minutes, in those 30 seconds, I would be like, oh, right. What a beautiful way to start the day. And Oprah says I should do it. So I'm doing it. And I tried the course and it was really great. But then I would still get mad at work or I would still, yeah. it wouldn't apply. It would just, it would stop in those those five minutes yeah. until something threw me off. And then it would just be like, ah, it became another to-do list item. Yeah. Like we encounter this a lot. Like we see people who are exhausted. We see people who are overwhelmed, um, mainly because they're not where they want to be yet. It's like this, the gap, that chasm in between where we are and where we want to be. And I think that's about controlling the outcome. Uh, what do you think, Miranda? What does this look like for you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I relate to this so, so much. <laughs> like everything you're saying is resonating. Yeah. There was a time in my life where I sort of started to unravel. It was like I went on this rampage to figure it out and fix it and get it done. And it was like, how do I... I'm unraveling and I need to fix it. And so I, that's when I started doing all the things. I started yeah. doing all the right things. You know, I got a therapist and I started doing yoga and I started running and meditating and doing like all the things, making sure my social calendar was really, really great, trying to find the right job, you know, just putting everything in place so that I didn't have to, I wanted to fix it. And you're right, like it started to feel like a hustle. And like years and years and years go by where you're doing all these things and you're like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing all the right things. I'm moving along. All the things you're doing aren't getting to the core of what's wrong. <laughs> it's not getting there. And so you start to feel like, so how could it be possible that I'm doing all the right things and it's not enough? It's not enough. It's not getting to the core. I still feel all of those things that I'm trying to fix. And it's frustrating as hell. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm sitting here and I'm like, what, what do we tell the people, Miranda? Like, you know, I hope I'm not alone. And I think, I mean, I'm standing across the screen from you. So of course I'm not alone. You get it. But I hope that some of the people listening are like, I relate to a piece of that, even if it was, because I know that that's my experience, but even a piece of what I'm saying, you can go, oh yeah, yeah, I have felt that, I have done that. You're not alone. That is definitely first, for sure. Like there's a few things that you said, but the not enough part really sticks mm, out to me mm, mm-hmm. like it's not enough I'm not enough right like I must be doing it wrong I'm doing it wrong or it's wrong yeah yeah depending on how your brain works like usually where I go is I'm not enough like that's the thing I'll say inside of my head but for some people I'm sure it's just like this is all wrong everything sucks like they'll they'll <laughs> they'll go external but either way the not enough is there it's present that's interesting and yeah a little scary <laughs> but there's hope I mean there's definitely hope in this how do we decide or how do we find what's what's actually going to get to that core how do we decide what to say yes to and what to just let go of because it's not serving you anymore 
you know, one of the things that was coming up as you were talking was around the the trial and error of it. So that was like one thing that yeah. came up, which is, I wonder if there's this, that, that chasing where it's like, okay, I'm going to try meditation and I try it for two days and then <laughs> I don't like it anymore, but I haven't really given it a shot because we know how habits are built and we know that it takes time, but being able to really sense and think about or feel into what is it that you don't like about it? And what is it that is good for you in it? And really trying to monitor the energy around it, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I know, at least for me, like in meditation, I've just gone to prayer. Like prayer mm-hmm. speaks to me a lot more than meditation does. And to me, it's the same thing. Yeah. But like the purpose behind prayer is actually what gets me into like, this is something that helps because I can like always come back to this verse or I can come back to this request or like this gratitude. Mm. Whereas I feel like meditation was just a lot of brain power, not getting me anywhere. Like, and Mm. no disrespect to any of those of you who love meditation. Like I'm just speaking from my own experience to use it as an example in terms of like why it doesn't necessarily help to just grab on. Mm. It's like what's underneath it you Mm. what are the strengths that come out in you what does it like give you so that you can carry it forward so that you can do it and it's not just oh I have to go and like sit and do my app now because I said I was going to do my app now and if I don't do my app now then I'll have failed (laughs) right right it ceases to be about taking care of yourself and it's now about achieving something when the pandemic started I, I kind of, I I tend to do this. I like, I swing in the pendulum of the things. Like I'm like, I'm going to do all the things. (laughs) And (laughs) I remember when the pandemic started, I intentionally said to myself, no more. You're not doing any of the things like, and maybe to a fault, like actually swinging to the other end of the spectrum and just being like, nope shut it all down. And I called it like, what did I, it was like a detox. It was like, you know, when you'd go on like a nutritional detox, but this was more like a, all the things detox. Like, (laughs) sure. And I wouldn't, you know, recommend that you do that for a long period of time. And like any detox, you wouldn't want to do that for a long period of time. But I did find that what it gave me was a little bit of clarity around like, what's, what do I actually need? And what don't I miss? You know, like, what are the things that I stopped doing and like, never want to go back there again, or never want to bother with that. And so like, for me, that was, that might not work for everybody. But for me, it was such a clarifying thing of, oh, this thing actually gives me something because I I sort of have a longing for it now that I have forced myself to not do it for a period of time. I feel myself pulled back to it or there's like a, a, like a longing for it. And then, you know, for the other things, it's like, Oh, I can actually just let those go. I don't have to worry about those things. I love that idea of stripping down. Cause I think that's something that you and I advocate for Sure, is it's really hard to 
not impossible, but hard to build practices upon practices without real thoughtful care into why. What about this is important Mm -hmm. right now? Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually one of the gifts of this pandemic is I stripped it all away too. And I can't even picture going back to running around with my kids anymore. Like it Mm -hmm. stresses me out just to think about how it was rushing from here to the go train, go train to work, work to back to the go train, coming home, Mm -hmm. getting dinner ready, going to martial arts, like all (laughs) of that. I can't even, I don't even know what that looks like anymore. And that's a letting go piece of just, Mm -hmm. I don't have to do that actually. Mm -hmm. Like obviously when things open up again, we'll have to talk about it, but it's kind of like, I know I don't want the rushing. So what do I have to do to make sure that that doesn't happen? Because yeah. of course I want to give my kids all the things, but not at the expense of my well-being. The thing that, that I want to continue to pay attention to, and it, it, it comes out through our discussion around the like prayer for you, meditation for some, but just the quieting yourself. Not to say that that everybody needs to needs to look the same for everybody, but how do you quiet yourself enough so that you can check in? How do I feel when I'm doing this thing? Do I feel like I'm hustling? Do I feel a sense of groundedness or peace while I'm doing this thing? Or even just like energy and like I feel really lit up. I feel really the most like myself when I'm doing this thing. Being able to tap into how you are actually feeling while you're doing it is really powerful. And thinking back to our workshop that we did a few months ago, when we were taking people through that exercise to just be with themselves and how much they got out of it and how much wisdom our body has and that there is a still small voice beneath it all, underneath all the layers, if you just get to know it a little bit better Mm -hmm. it's really hard to be with your thoughts if you've never done it before (laughs) because there's a lot there there's like imposter syndrome there there are saboteur voices and for those of you who don't know what that means it's basically just those voices in your mind that are trying to keep you safe Mm -hmm. don't do that stop all of that right like who are you to think that you could do that thing Mm -hmm. right and so it can be really uncomfortable when you start paying attention because all of the things that you haven't been listening to are now going to come up to the forefront. But I think that's why we call these things a practice because you don't get better at quieting the voices until you actually start quieting the voices. Yeah. And accepting that those voices are there and they're there for a reason and there's no judgment in them. Because one of the things I was noticing, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, was, and it was where I was focused, I was very focused on like all the people who seemed to be crushing it during that time, right? Who seemed to be like doing all the right things and having a wonderful time and like really like, you know, just coming alive in the pandemic. And you mean you didn't, you didn't make sourdough bread? I didn't. No. I, well, my husband tried to do a starter and it <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> But no, we never made sourdough bread. And I just, it's like when I, if I over-focus on those people who are like, yes, crush it, girl boss, like I'm so amazing. If I over-focus on those voices, I start to feel like, 
but I have imposter syndrome, so there's something wrong with me. But I have a voice that's saying I'm sad, or I'm angry, or I have a voice that isn't crushing it. And so there must be something wrong with me. And so I'm not allowed to speak. I'm not allowed to acknowledge until I've figured it out. Then I get yeah. to be out there and, and, and with the people and, and sharing my experience and my story. But those voices are there for a very good reason. And if you judge them and push them away, then you're missing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am really identifying with that because, I mean, you know this, I have been off social media pretty much since February. Like I made a very intentional and that was before the pandemic even started. So it was like, <laughs> no, nope, I don't need this in my life anymore. Yeah. And as much as I would love to advocate, I know not all of you are going to do that. And it's completely fine if you don't. But I want to share why I did it. It's because I was feeling like I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And there is this thing about I need to know what's happening I need to know because if I don't know then what kind of a friend am I if I don't know that they had a baby well let me tell all of you right now if you're finding out that people are having babies on Instagram they're not really that close to you (laughs) because everyone that I know that's had a baby that I'm close to text me a wonderful picture of their baby Mm -hmm. so that's all I need. I don't need to know all of that from the high school person that maybe I shared a band class with and we hardly talk anymore. It is about noticing where those things fit and how much you want to invite in and how much you want to shut out. Because I have gone onto some of the sites that aren't as heavy, but I still limit like this is how much I'm going to do and I'm not going to mindlessly scroll and I'm going to put my phone down and I'm not going to pick it up when I wake up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And even those things, although maybe not a practice per se, it's just like it helps you take care of yourself yeah. in those moments that you get to make a choice, which I think is something we advocate for. It's like just be in choice yeah. about the things that you're doing yeah. and not feel like you're doing them because you have to yeah. or you're supposed to. It isn't. Yeah, absolutely. What keeps coming up for me as you're talking is – you are not obligated to let everything and everyone in. Like it's not, that's not your job to just hold everybody and all the things. Like, Yay! <laughs> Good news, awesome. everyone. Good news, women. Good news, women who are trying to hold everybody and take care of everybody and do all the things and be all the things. What needs to go? And yeah. what needs to remain? What do you want to nurture? What is the thing you're saying yes to? And what are the things that you are going to say a big fat no to? That feels like the takeaway. Challenge. That feels like a really good place to stop. Start to bring it to a close. What do you think? I agree. I agree. Can you say that again? What are we leaving them with, Miranda? What are the things, or even one thing, it doesn't have to be a lot of things, what is something that you want to nurture and hold on to and say yes to in your life? And what are the things that you are just going to let go now because they're not serving you and they actually deplete you? So you're going to let go, let them go. What are those things? And I would offer find a way to let them go. 
there, there might be different things that you need to do to do that. Permission to let them go. Your besties are giving you permission. Full permission. Full permission. <laughs> and I would say start with one thing on each column. So yeah. pick something that you want to invest in and really try to expand on and see what comes out of it. How do you feel when you're doing it? What kind of energy do I get? Or does it drain my energy? Like really pay attention to those types of things. Like, and I'll use journaling, journaling as an example. Like if you're writing and it feels tedious and it feels like it's not helpful and you never go back to your journal, chances are that's probably not something that you want to keep going with. Right. But try it on. And notice. And then for the things that you want to let go of, pick one. Right. Because there's so many things, but pick one. And I would say in that energy realm, like what are the things that are draining your energy that you can let go of, that you can let go of? So like, I know I'm speaking as a parent here, like you can't let go of your children. (laughs) But there's probably something that you can let go of within that realm that will help you be more present with your children. Yeah. Listen to the still small voice. Yeah. So go exploring. I think we're giving you permission to go explore, to say yes, to say no, Mm -hmm. and be really thoughtful. Be in choice of what you are doing and who you are being, because you don't have to be a victim to it all. It really is within your control to start there. And that's a wrap on another episode of Tara and Miranda, the podcast. Did you love what you heard? Write a review where you listen to podcasts and share the love with a friend who needs to hear this. And if you have a question, want to know more about us and what we love, or to sign up for updates, visit us at taramiranda.com. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.